Ooh, I turned that all the way down. My bad, y'all. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Black, Never Broken, Always Empowered. I am Brittany, joined by my lovely co-host, Brittany number two, Rich, Shay. How are you guys? How y'all feeling? I was fine until I ate that candy corn, and now I feel like I'm going to throw up. Candy corn oh, is amazing. Candy corn is Candy corn is like the best thing you can do with your life. Really? Yeah, if you want to um, turn your lights off. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find the best way to say that. I'm not going to hold you. It still kind of went over my head, but we're just... <laughs> I love candy corn. Um, but... We are also being joined by our lovely guest this evening, Siren by Night. How are you? I am. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> like on a spiritual level, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> I understand. But we start all of our episodes off with a mental health check-in. So I'm going to start to my left, which is Rich. Since you're right there. Oh, directly right I'm 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 good, decent as any day could be. <clears throat> Off day, that you know nothing spectacular has happened. So I feel that Monday, Monday. I feel that as well. I don't think I feel like everything everyone's saying is hitting me <clears throat> in yeah. my in my feels. <laughs> Hey, how you feeling, baby? Monday. It's a, <laughs> it's a heavy meeting day for me, so I'm just getting out of something that went wrong, and now I'm here. Fried, bad, and laid to the side. We appreciate you showing up. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, for me, it's the same. I have been... I've been tired. I've went to doctor's appointments for myself, doctor's appointments for Ryan. All day, I'm doctored out. Um, so is he, actually. Unfortunately, though, my baby has a touch of pneumonia um, and then general just chest congestion. He had a fever over the weekend. So, yeah, it's been a rough weekend. I worked till midnight, had to be back at work at 8, and then in the course of those eight hours, he had a fever and I was up with him. Um, Who was going to be back at work at eight? Not me. <laughs> it is uh, It was uh, eight fifteen. Actually, he was so gracious uh, <laughs> to give me that extra fifteen minutes. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was my weekend and my day. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. My day was my day. Like I'm burnt. It was Monday. Like I understand all of that. Um, but yeah. Uh, and our lovely guest, Miss Siren by Night, if you'd like to introduce yourself and then do a mental health check-in, how's your day going? Well, how I normally introduce myself. <laughs> um, hey, y'all, hey. It's Siren by Night, your queen of extra, your salt and of shenanigans, and your diva of debauchery, the official HBIC of Unicorn Straight No Chaser that airs on the Head Nerds in Charge Network every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as far as my mental health, I have three more shows to do this week. So I'm exhausted just even thinking about it. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm best work, so 
good. Yeah, exactly. You putting in work, it pays off the more work you put in. So I feel you. But make sure you guys do check her out on the HNIC network um, <laughs> on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. And I'll plug you back again at the end, girl. I got you. <laughs> so this month we have been talking about kind of the the more taboo things within the Black community. So last week we talked about cults. This week we're talking about witchcraft and, and Black witches, modern Black witches, which is why we have the lovely Siren by Night on um, because she identifies as a witch. Uh, which is very interesting. I've only really had my only experience. I do have friends that are witches, um, but my only experiences with them, and they're only my friends because I've gone to them for spiritual advice or to have readings done, um, and that's about it. Like my, as far as my knowledge of it goes, that's it's that's where it stops. <laughs> um, which is better than a lot of people because a lot of people still are stuck on. What really Damn, she she did. Did. Damn, she <laughs> had no idea that was a thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm from Houston, so I've heard of, I guess what you would call like voodoo from like Louisiana and stuff like that, but I've never correlated with like being a witch. So you're the first person I've met that's actually identified as one. So, oh, really? Go. Okay. I'm breaking y'all cherry tonight. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Pause, not, not, not mine. Pause. I wanted to be a part of a conversation, which is why I wanted to make sure I was a part of the conversation. Because uh, I mean, like you kind of you kind of get into it, which is become more. It's become an identity thing. Like if and you're a practitioner of something, whereas uh, then you got the religious uh, connotation to it. Anything that's outside of this scope is witchcraft or witchery or whatever, um, which is, I'm gonna say mm, more like how if you if you did something outside of what the uh, mainstream thing was, mm -hmm. like an umbrella term, but now like people actually like, such a siren actually identify as it. So I don't go around calling myself I don't call myself a witch, but that would be the connotation. You know what I'm saying? The closest oh. thing to describe what you pray. Yeah. 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 Okay, so then for the for the for the people like me, explain exactly what is a witch. Well, it's someone who studies the practice of witchcraft. And then witchcraft encompasses a whole lot of things. There's a a lot of different types of witches. There's a lot of different types of ways to practice, but it's all just a version of witchcraft. So um, a lot of people don't like to use that word, but it's because of the negative connotation. It's all with it's all witchcraft. <laughs> mm -hmm. At the end of the day, so you have like uh, you have hoodoo, which is from down south. You have voodoo, which would come from like New Orleans. Voodoo, which is Haiti, you know that's the that's where voodoo is derived from, right? From voodoo, which is in Haiti. Um, you hit Santeria, which came from Cuba. So there's is all these different types of ways that you can practice, but it's all witchcraft. It's all the practice of magic. And the beautiful thing about all those ones that you named, maybe with the exception <clears throat> of who, uh, all our branches of Ifa. So um, branches or cultural staples of Ifa. 
Um, like hoodoo, the only the only thing about hoodoo is hoodoo is more a, like an amalgamation of uh, a lot of things. Yeah, like a lot of things, like a lot of things. Whereas voodoo, voodoo, Ifa, Santeria, Lukumi, Condomble, uh, it's so many Afa. You'll have a like sets of rules or standards or things to go by where hoodoo doesn't necessarily have um, sort of. Uh, for lack of a better word, boundary. it's more but, they're like root work. They call themselves root workers, so it's like more botanical, plant based things. But it's always funny to me that people are afraid. African Americans are afraid of this spirituality. Like this is our original spirituality. All of it comes from West Africa, and so if we never came here, we wouldn't be Christians. More than likely. So why are you afraid of what is actually it is intrinsic to who we originally were and were meant to be? So you know, I, I would assume it like from my standpoint, it's because of the vilification of witchcraft mm -hmm. and how it's and how it came out, which is why, and then also in part of Christianity, which also vilifies witchcraft as well why we believe like oh that's a bad thing or like stay away from that she put like a hex or hoax on you you know that's what they typically mm -hmm. say uh or what as my uncle used to say she gonna put a root on you and so which is true that's yes but christian so, it's funny because christianity like all of it is that spell work too the bible is mm -hmm. nothing but a big <clears throat> book of shadows <laughs> that's it we have an altar you put i have an altar in my house but when you go to church you come and you lay your burdens down on the altar it's the same thing when you pray that's a spell it's your intention you get what i'm saying anything can be a spell it could be three simple words that's a spell when you say pray it's a spell it's the same thing i so, mean it's also like the history <laughs> of it is like like i mean we this that's that's something we've been talking about I, it came up in the call episode we had a religion episode before but um only Christians see what they do. Only Christians or people, I'm going to say people who practice Abrahamic faith or more exoteric, have a more exoteric understanding of their practice. They are not <laughs> who don't attribute the esotericness of it all. How it's all like the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't only. Huh? Shay, I need you to use small. You, you are. You <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> or at least slow down so we can catch it. <laughs> okay, exoteric means like, um, like, like the face value of what you're looking at. So it would be Christianity, right? But uh, in hmm, before there was Christianity in the Bible, it say that we are followers of the way. Well, what is the way? Some people refer to that as the Gnosticism, which is the mysticism of Christianity. So that would be the more esoteric way or how she's saying it's a big book of shadows a big book of spells um when we talk about hexes right jesus talks about the power of the word on the tongue that is a hex that's not it's, it's saying you have personal power in your mouth but y'all you're not taught to look at it that way you're taught that um curses are done by people who look act think a certain type of way when really it's, it's called a curse word out of your mouth because it, it has a, 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 a powerful connotation and how you choose to use it is directing a certain energy to or from you. There's a whole book called the Book of Thomas that's no longer in the Bible that is 
nothing but I am that I am, like affirmation type, law of attraction type stuff, but it's not there anymore because it will, not anymore, it didn't make it in the canonical, which is the Bible as we know it, and mm -hmm. all of these it didn't make it there. This is a lot of shit. <laughs> the, the most I've ever known is the Salem Witch Trials, and they took us to Salem as a field trip. Yep. I'm from North Carolina, so when they took us, they're like, oh, yeah, witches lived here, and this, that, and the third, and it was such a negative light, and I was like, well, I'm glad y'all brought us during the day, but I was also seven. So we taught the white witches everything that they know. So we were their, their servants, their maids. We taught them everything that they knew. Um, and so it's, that's why we don't really identify as like Wiccans. That's more so for... Is that sure for white witches? That's, that's more so for white women, yes. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it is a Earth-centric religion. But we don't identify as Wiccans. That's not something that originated with us. So they t we taught them the things, and then they burnt us. And most of the people that were burnt at the Salem witch trials were actually African American, but they don't speak about that. Um, Did not know that. Nah, that's, 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 that's not even a lot of it had actually nothing to do with the fact of you being a legitimate witch, right? So, mm -hmm. so yeah. sort of how. Um, there's, yeah, some of it, yeah, some of it was just um, plain old sexism. Dude ain't get the girl. She's a witch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. It's so, the misogynistic. A lot of it, that's all that it was. Um, you did something to offend your master, and so now yeah, you're a witch. And then, of course, you are teaching the girl that you're taking care of or, or your, your mistress, you're teaching them witchcraft, but they cannot side with you and say, hey, no, this is not evil because they're very, they're next in line because they're women too. They're just after us. We, we die first and they die after us. <laughs> so yeah. two questions. One might be a little bit ignorant, but bear with me. So I watch, I don't know if you've ever seen um, the originals. Have you ever seen mm -hmm. that on Netflix? How close to witchcraft are they? Like, do, do movies depict exact almost what maybe being a witch is like, or is it like way very far off? And you, you got almost like you go first. I'll add if you miss anything. Well, okay. My second, my my kind of follow up question was going to be how how close is witchcraft and science? Because I know from what I've read, a lot of people back in the day were, were considered witches, even though they were just like, back then they were like doctors, right? Mm -hmm. Or they were mm -hmm. trying to find healing arts. Well, it wasn't really the same, but they made it as so. So that those questions. I, how, do, how about I take the second one, you take the first one, Simon. Uh, what was the was the first one? Oh, how how deeply um, connected is the movies to real life? Right, yeah. 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 That, all of that is BS. Okay. Like, like even the whole you know zombies came from voodoo that's where zombies come from is z-o-m-b-i zombie without the e that that is something that came from uh the slaves right the french they were really really harsh on the slaves obviously they worked them to death and so the the zombie that you came to know is really derived from them saying that you know the worst life that you could ever have is to be trapped in your own body and not to be able to escape slavery 
So that's what the zombie was. Like you are still alive, but you're trapped in this body being a slave to these plantation owners. That's what it came from. And then um, somewhere in like the 19, I mean, not 19, yeah, 1930s, um, they made this movie. And of course, the white people took it and made it into something completely different. Different than what it was? Yes, and they had no connection to what it, it really well, not even zombies are supposed to be like real what they would say is zombies. No, 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 no. It's, it's like they take it, they take an idea, the seed, and then they twist it. You get what I'm saying? Voodoo dolls is not, is not necessarily used because you want to harm someone. A lot of times they the slaves were hiding items within the doll. Um Everything that you see on TV and in movies, they sensationalize it. And being a witch is always equated with something dark. Mm-hmm. Of course, black witches, that is the darkest that you could be. So you're never going to see um, voodoo or or hoodoo or, any, or santeria. You're never going to see that in the same way that you see Glenda the Good Witch and Sabrina and all of that is light and love and is positivity. You're never going to see black witches depicted that way. It's always associated with something um, devilry, evilness. So it's not the same at all because witches look like us. We're not always dressed in black. (laughs) We're not always dressed in black. We don't always have, you know, pentacles on us and stuff like that. you could be sitting next to a school teacher that is also, you know, a voodooist on the weekends. Like, it's not the same thing. I have an altar in my house, but my kids don't pay it any mind at all. <laughs> they don't think it's weird. They don't think it's strange at all. So um, it's definitely not the same things that you are seeing on TV. It's really to brainwash you and to make you think that it's something evil. Mm-hmm. But it's no different than your grandma having a, a prayer closet. I thought that was kind of strange. But... That's an altar. I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> you thought you know her prayer closet was... It's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's because you grew up with it and it's the mainstream religion that it's not weird to you. You don't think you don't, you don't think having a figure of a little dude sitting on the table is weird, but it, I mean, but if you come in my house and you see a little dude sitting on the table, you're gonna be like, that's 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 weird, but it's the same, it's the same thing. The strangest think, thing I've ever seen, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the strangest thing I've ever seen is when they do a May, May procession and they had a statue of mary this is the catholics and they had a statue of mary and they do that and they're giving gifts to mary and they're praying to the statue and i'm just like what the hell is going on because i thought you're not supposed to worship false idols right mm-hmm. worshiping mary oh. that's that was weird to me i and that was me when i was a christian i i was just you know in the baptist tradition that was weird to me that didn't make sense to me it never made sense to me that Catholics were stuck in 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 the Old Testament, where you hit you could not go before God, you could not speak directly to God. This is why they still go to the priest, right? They have to give confessions to the priest because you cannot go straight directly to God and pray directly to God because He is so powerful and His light is so bright that you wouldn't be able to survive. That was weird to me, but so anything that's not normal for you is going to seem strange but if you really break it down and you look at all these different traditions within the religions 
all of them is a little off. Yeah, <laughs> and similar. Yeah. Which is why I identify as being agnostic because I'm like, look, I don't know what the fuck is the truth, but it all sounds the same with different names, different like it is what it is. Yeah, and the more the older I get, it's like, okay, I learn this stuff, but it is across the board. A lot of the things that we learn is across the board. It's not just one religion does this. Multiple religions do it. Multiple mm -hmm. things that you, you know, you worship or you, um, what's the other word that I'm looking for? Practice. Idolize. Okay. Idolize. Everybody has the same foundation. It might not be the same person. It might not be the same thing, but it is, you're doing the same practice across the board. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to like, it's not much that surprises me. I learn new things, but it's not like I look at people and say, hey, you're weird. You know, or that's weird. It's just, that's who you are, and I accept it. Because <laughs> you come in my house and you see stuff like, we don't have family pictures. We have this. Some people come in and say, that's weird. Who are you to tell me what I'm supposed to do? <clears throat> so is it, would you say that there's a, almost a direct conflict in being, like, I can't be a Christian and be a witch at the same time? I would say Christians have that um that mind. that conflict okay yeah it goes back to what i was saying about the exoteric versus esoteric if like my my brother who is i love him to death if you're watching this he's very christian he's very christian but he's christian from the point of like what what he reads is just that there's not there's like nothing deeper than what the pastor is saying i guess like to not not downplay what, what it is but like there's no mess there's no hidden messages in that book Hmm. Whereas I would I could say I'm a Christian, but he don't believe that. He don't believe that because he knows that I do I have not professed with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't uh according to him live out the tenets in the book, but bro, I know way more about that book, way more about what's in that book than you do, which I would say I'm more of a Christian than you are. So I want to go back to Rich's second question, Shay, that you were going to I answer what it was. Um, about so the relation between science and witchcraft. And witchcraft, yeah. Unless you need him to rephrase oh, so it. My elders would say, my elders would say uh, that spirituality is science. There is nothing. The there is they're not separate entities. They're the same thing trying they, they're trying to explain the same thing mm. just from two different sides of the brain you could say okay um also i want to mention that there are christian witches that is mm. a thing mm. so there are people that believe that you can be a christian and a witch at the same time because like i said a lot of stuff overlaps and it is spell work. You, uh, Christians don't just—they're not taught to look at it that way. Um, and that was something I was wrestling with back and forth when I first was studying, as to whether I wanted to call myself that. I, I decided against it, but um, it's, 
and lower my brain. I can't think of it right now. But it's all because they argue this one one passage in the Bible as to whether or not is you know they're saying the witch is bad or not. And mm-hmm. so that's where the debate comes from. It depends on how you translate the passage. But there's some people who say that it is okay and you can be a Christian and a witch. Also, I want to say where you were saying like a lot of the religions are the same. They are in in the fact that they are sexes. Right. But within witchcraft is when you get pagan religions honor the woman. And so that's why a lot of women are turning to witchcraft because you get your power back. You get. We are the bearers of life, right? So they came in with Christianity and they didn't want people to worship with the pagan religions and the pagan gods because they they wanted to remove the power from the woman. That was another thing I was, um, that was actually like some, some, some thought I had was along that same right. line was like, um, like it, in that passage, it talks about do not put, do not, you know, do which perform witchcraft, don't take pharmacia, which is drugs, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one could argue the same way, you know, Jesus is white, that they did it. So not one could argue, they did do it. And I'm just point blank. Period. They, <laughs> all elements. they removed elements of the divine feminine and the ones that they couldn't get rid of, they added them in the character of Jesus that you know in the Bible. And so what this does is creates these uh, power structures, like she's saying, in religion to where, and more so the Abrahamic faiths, to where women have no power. You are, you are, two things are happening. The man is born and he's told that he is the head and he is the spiritual head. And the woman is born and told that she is the helpmate and was born second and doesn't sort of have her, her relationship with God goes through her man. So in these in this happening, there is a um, why we we argue about why patriarchy won't go away and all of that stuff is because it is innately built in the way uh, the main face practice. When you get outside of the main face, you start learning that oh no, that the way that creation story talks about is wrong or is is is, is flip flop, and then right. you have learned about the fact that um, Adam's first Adam had a first wife because of the creation. You see them created twice. If you if you read chapter one or two, you'll see that they uh, he made man and female at the same time, and then later on he go if they talk they say it again and say he made man first, and then then he made woman. Um, you could argue that's masculine and feminine energy being birthed at the same time in that first one, and then the physical manifestations being made second. Either way, uh, throughout the Bible you have nothing but a di- or throughout. Mm, Abrahamic faith, you have nothing but a denigration of the feminine. Why is that? Same way you all have a denigration of the the black people in the in the same kind of way. Um, why is that? That was a lot. Not yeah. a lot. Well, y'all do know y'all know that um, Adam's first wife is Lilith. So right. I've heard stories i think we were talking to daniella but my daughter's godmom she was the one that mentioned all of this stuff and that's why i first heard it and i was like nah you're lying never heard that shit and then i googled <laughs> it uh then i googled it and then a lot more people were like well yeah that's true 
I didn't see it in the Bible when I read it. I didn't hear nothing about no first wife. I only heard about Eve, but you know, that's all they also teach you about. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that he didn't have a first wife, but there's a lot of books they that damn you sure omitted that part. Yes. No, <laughs> so so that's mm-hmm. on Netflix. That's what we heard it. It yeah. they they really dig deep into it on Sabrina the Taint uh no, Dr. Sabrina, Dr. Sabrina. On, uh on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. we seen, and it was like we never heard anything yeah. like this. Oh, and it was one more. Nope, it was Sabrina. Never mind. I about to say it was one more show, but it was Sabrina. Are you talking about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Yes, <laughs> where you know you get <laughs> Sabrina every episode. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, Lilith. Um, if you if you believe in that, Lilith did exist. If you believe in Eve, then you should believe in Lilith. Is what I'm saying. Um, but. How can I, I think it's funny that we think that you can have a god but no goddess? How do you have the masculine without the feminine? Look, don't don't start asking me. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and, and all of these religions, uh, all of these religions existed before Christianity, mm-hmm. and I find it funny that that people never notice. Like, okay, all of these religions were centered around women as healers, as nurturers, mm-hmm. and then conveniently, <laughs> the patriarchy came in, and now everything is centered around the man. Mm-hmm. So, what is the male's role in being in 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 witch's culture? Right? Am I considered a witch, or am I considered a wizard? A witch, or, a wizard is not a thing. A wizard is not, not a thing. That's not true. Just make sure. <laughs> a, wizard, a wizard is some uh, Freemason shit. You be a grand wizard. I, fig- <laughs> I figured that wizard was the male version of male version of witch. So they made that up. They made that up. Okay. So which, I mean, you Harry Potter. In our tradition, men in our tradition, men are called witches. Period. Like, no, okay. you're not called a witch. Period. But in the Places where you can identify as a witch if you practice these, if you practice witchcraft, you will be called a witch. Mm. Now, do, men, do men typically practice witchcraft? Men do practice, yes. Okay. Yeah, men practice. Um, is they just don't highlight that? Don't oh no! Like the dude from um, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Oh, my God. Give it a different name. They find every <laughs> other name to give it except for a witch. But that that is a gender neutral term. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a witch. That's it. Okay. Because witch, witch, they did give witch a more of a feminine, feminine term where you, mm-hmm. say, you automatically think of a woman. Okay. But then you remember. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. But that's why we, that's why we say in the tradition that you cannot, because it's not. And in, in any tradition that comes from Ifa, a man cannot be a witch because it is a, a specifically feminine thing. It comes from, um, there's this, when you get into occultism or studying ancient Egypt, you come across this concept called the Wajet uh, or something like that. And they are like the women who hold up the world. Women are the, the... no. I think she froze. Yeah, you, you froze, Lovey. Yeah, she froze my brain. Which I understand what she's saying, but in in modern terms, it, there is no you separation. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. You froze. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying that 
I was just saying that I was just saying that um, witches would come from the Wajet or the Iyami uh, in our in our tradition. Uh, and, but there's also places where women cannot be certain things that men, quote unquote, can be. It's okay that we, you can still practice witchcraft. You just would not be. You can still practice Ifa. I say I should say put it in that context. You still practice Ifa. You would just be called something else. You would not be called a witch. Mm. I mean, it'll get more nuanced depending on what you're practicing, but right, right. but in a general term, no witch is, is not gender specific at all. Mm. So okay. when were you first exposed to witchcraft and like what made you become a witch? Because you mentioned you grew up Christian. So at what oh, point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to sing in a choir. I used to praise dance. I used to do all that. I was baptized. <laughs> I was delivered. I was delivered. You would never believe it now. Oh my god! Oh I was trying that. <laughs> um. So I actually met my father when I was an adult. Um. And I met my siblings on that side when I was an adult. Um. I always had a very strong pull to spiritual <clears throat> things as a child because I didn't grow up going like my mom didn't take me to church when I was a kid. I like went with a neighbor one time and like I really was searching for something even as a child um that I didn't have a name to to put on it. But I wanted to go to church. I wanted to to learn about things. Um so I started going with the neighbor and then people in my family ended up going to church because of me. Like I was the, the catalyst for it. Um, when I got older and I finally met my father's side of the family, uh, I, one of my brothers ended up saying, well, yeah, we were talking on the phone. It was real random. Like, yeah, because, you know, um, when grandmother and grandfather came over from Haiti and I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And he was like, you didn't know we were Haitian? And I was like, how the hell would I know? I, I, I didn't grow up with y'all. I don't know y'all like that. Like, why would I know that? So you I didn't find out you was Haitian until you was old. Yeah. Then? Not old. <laughs> he put the ER on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find out until I was grown. So it was funny. So I had a friend I went to school with, and she was Haitian. And I was like, girl, guess what? <clears throat> We said, I, I hate shit too. And she was like, I knew it. I said, well, why the fuck you ain't tell me then? Like, it was something that she saw, but I didn't know it. But I always, I was always at in the Caribbean clubs. I was always doing anything that had some kind of connection with it. In school, I actually have, um, you actually have like a Haitian phenotype, like your features and stuff. Well, I, I know that now, I didn't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and also, like, I took crunch, like, I already was like drawn crunch, to all yeah. these things, not knowing. So, I was like, okay, that makes sense. So, I went, was going on a journey to learn more about my Haitian ancestry, and then through that. I ended up start, start starting to study voodoo. And then I'm like, oh, voodoo, voodoo, Okay. And so it was like a rabbit hole and I'm digging, going and digging and digging and getting deeper into it and all these offsets. Cause that's how I am. I'm like, okay, well now I'm gonna click on this and find out about this and find. And I'm like, I felt so very connected to it because there was something missing in, in church. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't agree with a, a lot of things. I didn't like, like, okay, well, I got pregnant, so I can't sing on the choir, right? But you wouldn't do that to the man and tell mm -hmm. him he can't sing on the choir. Or we doing the baby dedication. We're not married, so he can't stand up, stand next to me as we dedicate the baby. There was so many things that I just didn't like and I didn't agree yeah. with. And I already had had my my disconnection with God, like, all right, I'm not feeling y'all no more. <laughs> um, and it just spoke to me. And I just kept studying and I decided that that was the path I was going to be on. And Black people are something because when I tell you that people <laughs> around me did not like it, they did not like it. But I'm a very open type of person, so I don't keep things a secret. So I was like, yeah, I'm, they're like, what you listening? I'm studying um, voodoo. And so then you start side-eyeing me and looking at me crazy. And yeah. not want to invite you anywhere. I don't want to explain who you are and what you do. Thinking I'm going to put a hex on them. Like, I, I'm I have had people actually is like, did you do something to me? And I'm like, what? <laughs> But it's crazy crazy. because people will legit treat mistreat you badly, especially those in church, and then get upset when you no longer want to either come back to the church or no longer want to deal with that religion. Now they mad, like, well, what God do to you? Honestly, it wasn't God. It was you. Like, you're the asshole that I no longer want to deal with. Like, yeah. it's you and the people inside of there. I don't have church trauma like a lot of people do, but I understand the church trauma. I don't have that. I just had a had a point where I disconnected from it, um, but I don't have like nobody hurt me in church, so I don't have that um, baggage. I naturally just felt more connected to being a witch than I I did to being Baptist. And don't get me wrong, there's things about church that I still. <laughs> like and i miss and enjoy right like praise and worship and stuff i like the songs is in my head i like that i still have a connection to it but i don't think that that's that would be me originally if i had been given a choice from the beginning i don't think i ever would have gone in that direction but the knowledge of it is good so I, got, I got two questions i got mm -hmm. two questions mm -hmm. um, i guess my first one since we right here is uh you say you you feel like you don't have any church tra trauma or baggage, and before you spoke about like things happening, you don't. You, I guess my question is, you don't consider uh, those things happening when you got pregnant and you had to get kicked out the choir, or they, you, you don't consider those things to be church baggage. Well, they didn't kick me out. I already knew what it was, so I just didn't go no more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, believe it. I'm just saying. Well, so, so the so the regardless of the action, I mean, the energy that even even having to make that decision. From a community, um, that you know, part of. I guess I, I I don't I don't consider it trauma because I, I it didn't cause me pain. Okay, gotcha. it didn't cause me any kind of emotional pain, but I know other people that it did. Okay, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. queer, but like I never had that where I had to come out to people in church and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't have I don't have that, but I know enough people that do that I understand mm -hmm. it. And I also understand the ways that the African-American church has damaged a lot of people on so many different levels, like with mental health and everything. And so the most ignorant people that I 
and counselor are people that go to church all the time, even within my own family. Facts, facts. And that's the second question was, uh, you said when you sharing your story, you you shared that um, when you were studying, you felt like you decided that it was the path you wanted to be on. I always find that, or you seem like you seem you seem similar to me in that once you started studying, it was like it it it's for me it was like a it wasn't even a decision. I don't even know that I made a conscious decision. Mm. It was like, I can't go back to like that that there was no way i could go back like I, it wasn't I, I just was moving so fast or, or learning so much that it was just like i don't know what that was <laughs> but it's not it's just not it's like, like the, it's like the matrix you take the red pill or the blue pill you can't you cannot go big once you know yeah. right so do you, do you feel like you had that point do you, you feel like you made a you made a conscious obviously you made a conscious decision to keep studying because some people see it and then they be like you know what i'm gonna stay over here in my little corner or do you feel like sort of like i mean like you said like it was it was it was who you are initially it, uh, it's who you came to be so you was just stepping into that yeah yeah i think that's more like like i didn't say like are you going to do this yes <laughs> it, it was just like I think I probably just said it one day, like, yeah, I'm a witch. <laughs> and, yeah, and I've had specific members of my family that were like, we went to church. We all went to church. Like, right. you, you can't be a witch. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I'm still going to church. Well, good for you. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't. You couldn't. That's the right. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said you like to do question to that um, because it really based off of what you said um, and in general, how you're like somebody can be a teacher and they can practice, you know, voodoo on the weekends. Do you feel like witchcraft is a religion or a lifestyle? Like, is I, it all encompassing of a lifestyle or is it like, you know, people who are religious who only go to church? you know, Easter and Christmas type of thing. And it's kind of like a pick and choose with religion. Um, I honestly think it's a lifestyle, me personally. Um, but like with any and all things, you know, how people be like, well, I don't practice. I mean, there are some people who are depending on your tradition, right? Because I consider myself to be an eclectic witch because I take pieces from everything. Whatever resonates with me, that's what I, I, I do. Um, but there are some people that are very traditional, especially if you are born into something, there's hereditary, which is like, this is what we are born into. This is how we practice. There's a very specific, you're supposed to have a mentor. You're supposed to have someone to pass down the ways to you. I was not blessed enough to have that. Um, I know that you can seek it out. I just life be life and I haven't sought that out. So I'm self-taught anything that I know I'm teaching myself and, uh, it will change as it goes. Like when I first was practicing, I was taught like you had to hit certain things on your altar. Like there's very specific things and you got to have these things or it's not an altar. And then over time I learned like, no, your altar can be anything that you want. Right. But at first you don't know. So you think like, you just listen to somebody. I, I got to hear the male and the feminine and this, all these things. Um, you know, you're fine. I'm finding my way. Nobody else in my family does this on either side. My, my sister speaks fluent French and, and could care nothing less about doing any of this. They are the funny thing is, they're very much in the church. 
like very much in the church. So I'm very much the black sheep <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> How long have you been practicing? Um, I didn't start until 2017. Okay. That's around the time that I started too. Yeah. So I still consider myself to be a baby, which quite honestly. Yeah. You, Cause you don't, you, it's, you get into it and you learn that it's so much. Like no matter how much you think you know, it's still so much more to learn and know. Or that like that little thing you learned, that was just a crumb somebody left you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like so another ignorant question. Mm. Are there um which organizations where like yes. you guys kind of yes. huddle up together and okay. Yes. What are those like? I'm sorry I if I'm using all the wrong words, but I'm only going off of are you talking about a coven? Are you Sorry. talking about the coven? The coven. Yo, that's the word. Yep. <laughs> yes. I know that word. Got that from the um from the originals. Yeah, a coven. So yes, there's people. So you can be a solitary witch or you can be in a coven. Um, mm. Covens are more so like when you are a hereditary witch where you are born into it and it's a tradition and they pass it on to you. Um, Cause then you get in the hierarchies and stuff like that. Uh, you can create your own coven, but I mean, I've, I've, I've actually been in a coven. I'm all right being solitary. <laughs> I used to, I used to, I, I dated this girl who had joined the coven, but they didn't do shit. Like they just right. came like, I mean, not that she's supposed to really tell me what they do in any way, but they didn't they didn't do anything <laughs> like they didn't do it they just came together it was more like a gathering every friday or something like that then it, it like was church. actually is yeah. there like a head witch it wasn't even like we're getting together and we're doing the work it is a social it was just more of a so, so it was kind of like the friday uh you know the party nights at the church or stuff like that we just came to fellowship yeah um, no, there there can be someone that is the head witch or whatever. I, like I like I said, I was in a coven before, but it was mm, I prefer being a solitary witch and practicing the way that I want to practice. Is that is that is that due to structure or due to it just didn't fit how you wanted? It? Or did you see the structure of the coven and be like, mm, I don't think this matches? what we're supposed to do and so, try to answer that in the best way okay, so they all they always laugh at me on my show because i say i don't like women <laughs> hey i don't like women either i can be friends with a few but i do not like women they get on okay my so at so. this point in my life i have the most female friends and associates i have ever had in my life but traditionally i keep male energy around me because i have a lot of male energy you get what I'm saying? So I, I, the coven thing didn't work for me. Did not work for me. Um, but I, that's not to say that it wouldn't work for other people. Uh, I think if it was it's structured, real structure, it, 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 it can make you feel good to have other people around you that believe the same way. Same thing as church. So yeah, I was about to say it's like it's like church, and I and I was going to use a different like go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. uh, when you start getting into co covens groups, any type of groups, especially um, I'm gonna say yeah, outside outside of religion, even though it's the same thing in religion, 
but I'm I'm specifically talking about any I'm othering everything else, I guess you would say, is that um it's no rules, right? It's it's no real rules, it's no real re- regulation because we don't believe in the devil <laughs> essentially, like not in the way that y'all do. Uh so um you'll find even though they do it in church, like like I said, you'll find some of the most sometimes abusive people um go where there's no regulation and you can end up under somebody's under somebody's tutelage that is uh, for like i hate this word but a narcissist you know what i'm saying um um and it's not all bad don't get me wrong but i'm just speaking to why somebody wouldn't want to join a group is because this is essentially when you when you start doing spell work and spirituality and all this stuff you are triaging and if you start doing it on other people, you run in the hospital at that point. And if people are sick, you're not dealing, and you're not only dealing with physical ailments, mm-hmm. you're dealing with emotional, mental, and spiritual ailments. Mm-hmm. And um, shit gets mucky and nasty. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be careful with the energy that you have around you. Yep. yep. But it's this. Um, so we do deal a lot with energy and spirits and stuff like that. But you know how it's the same thing with Christianity. Where you, <clears throat> you have having certain people in your house, people leave spirits behind. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. It's, you you got to be careful about the energy you have around you and who, who you invite into your space. Um, and when you are more in touch with, with that spirit. <clears throat> side like as far as witchcraft is concerned you pick up on it more easily yeah i was gonna ask have you always been sensitive to energy because i personally have always felt very sensitive to people's energies like jamal and i all the time i'll be like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you he's like i'm fine i'm like no your your energy is off like something's off have you always felt um kind of connected to that or has studying it brought you closer to that well, no, I was a very odd child. So <laughs> I'm um, very in the mental health. Mm-hmm. And I always, I feel very much like witchcraft, it intertwines with mental health. When you hear people say, do shadow work, shadow work is therapy. That's really all it is. <laughs> um, you are tapping into the darker parts of yourself that you typically want to ignore and not see and acknowledge. But shadow work is really just therapy, and, and a lot of witchcraft is is healing yourself from your traumas and things that you experience. So when I was a kid, I wanted to be a child psychiatrist, and I always watched people. <laughs> you too. Um, I always watched people because I was just like, okay, why is this adult doing this thing? It it doesn't make sense to me, and I wanted to figure it out because I came through a. Um, I had a traumatic, you know, upbringing. So I wanted to understand why my mom was on drugs and why she did this and why she did that, uh, you know. Um, so I think it was a natural progression. And I, I do think that witchcraft is, is very healing in that way. So, yeah, I've always been that way. Always been that way. Yeah, I, w- I went to school for psychology. Same thing. Oh. But then I was like, uh, I have to keep going to school. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to stop at the back. <laughs> I think it's very hard to, to to start study psychology and not end up somewhere in, in like the mysticism, the, the place where those things. What uh, the hell is a mysticism? <laughs> what? 
What the hell is a mysticism? I thought you was trying to say Mississippi. What is a mysticism? Shay in her words today. Anyway, last I'm, not, I'm really not using big words. Am I are these big words? Nigga, no. yes. <laughs> no, they're foreign, they're foreign words to him, but they're not big words. Last ignorant question for me for tonight. Uh how often do you dabble in like spells, potions, <laughs> type of deals? I how good of a friend should I be to you? <laughs> I haven't done a spell in, in a little while, and that's just because life has been life. And, um <laughs> I don't do it that often. I'm see I if you had to say good, which bad, which right, which I don't really believe in good and bad, because I'll be telling them I'm gonna be whatever I'm gonna be that day. But <laughs> but um I don't try to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um I give people a lot of spells more so than I do spells myself. Uh but I I don't do things to hurt people, but I will get you the hell up off me. Oh, <laughs> that ass all right, quick. Can I, I have an ongoing spell. I always talk about my ongoing spell because it's somebody that's in, in my freezer. So okay, wait, hold on. You said someone's in your freezer? So not not literally their not body. Literally. I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say, I want to make sure that we was a little bit clear on bodies and freezers and stuff. Well, so two, two of my favorite spells are free, freezer spells and sour jars. Yeah, um, put the ass in a jar. Put the ass right in the fucking jar. Right, so if you ever find a jar with eye items in it, don't touch the jar. Leave the jar alone, especially if it's at a cemetery. You know, you just, you brought up a point that don't I want everybody to know. <laughs> don't pick up shit. Don't pick up shit in random places, okay? Don't pick up money, okay? Sometimes leave them pennies, three, especially if it's like three, you know, more thrown in the air. Leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Stop picking up shit. Stop picking up shit and bringing it home. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you sound, you sound like somebody mama. Leave shit alone. Stop that today. I'm, I'm um, telling you some spiritual hygiene shit. Don't do it. Leave yeah, it alone. A freezer spell um, is the like if you don't you don't want to hurt someone but you want them to leave you alone. You know, you're freezing their energy, you f- like uh, yeah. yeah. So, so you have, but you have to keep it frozen in your freezer. So if I move, I have to take this and put it in the freezer again to keep mm-hmm. this person away from me. Away from me until you no longer until you want that person to be around you again. I don't want that person to be around me. They're gonna stay in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been working for years. I got a couple people. I want to put them in my freezer. Put them in the freezer, baby. <laughs> when I, and when I say that we had the same friend circle, and I don't never see this person, I don't never hear this person, we don't never cross paths at all because they in the freezer. I don't want to hurt you. Just stay stay the hell away from me, so I don't have to hurt you. Now a sour jar. You do. You want to do some harm. The degree of harm. This one, I want more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. I do believe in you karma. So don't do no evil, so you don't get no evil. When you do things and you put certain energies out there, that's what keeps me from, you know, going Ursula. 
lot on people. The energy you give out, you get back. And and you don't have to be a witch to believe in it, right? We, we are nothing but, our bodies are not. This is all energy. That's all it is. And so when you put things out into the universe, it's going to come back to you. And if it don't come back to you, it's going to come back to your children. Yeah, it's going to come back to somebody in your generation. So that's that's how I operate. I'm very strategic on what I do because I I know that somebody has to pay for it at some mm-hmm. time, and it might not be me. And that's uh, like you can you can be in defense, and that might even be a slippery slope depending on the situation. But you can uh, be in the aggressor in a spell or spiritual or ritual or whatever is not really a good thing to be like. Because like she said, it's really, you, somebody, you're going to pay for it eventually. That's what y'all call generational curses. Mm. That's oh. what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's now, I thought it was just get, people being assholes. Okay. How we get that off of? No, a lot of times people think of generational curses as just some mental health shit or some trauma that didn't get dealt with. And yes, it is. But also, it's stuff that, <laughs> it's stuff that your people was just out here doing. <laughs> Well, but yeah. you you have more responsibility. So now that you've been told this, if you go try to put somebody in a jar and you have intent to hurt them, you are now responsible for that. You are responsible for that energy. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes your people who's just out here doing stuff all willy nilly and they gotta pay for somebody gotta pay for it just because there's a price, there's a cost to everything that we do. You might not pay on the front end, but you won't pay on the back end. So that that is a lesson, which is also why I like to keep protective things around me. Because mm-hmm. I know my mom probably done did some. <laughs> Skip me, move on to the next nigga. Well, my final question, and, and we've kind of answered it throughout, but Do you believe that anyone who has an interest can become a witch or is it, is it a calling? Is it a, I don't know, an invitation or is it just do your studies and. Some people have divine gifts. Some things are, you just have a divine gift for it. Everybody is not going to be on the same level, but if you are interested in it and you study it, then there's no reason why you can't engage in witchcraft at all. You Like any and all things you have to study. When you go to church and you want to get baptized, they make you take all these classes to learn certain things. It's the same thing. You, you just, well, I, did, I know I did. I had yeah, to, I did too. I had to go to classes. And shit. To to classes <laughs> all they say is who so want to be baptized, had. they dunk them, they, but I've never been baptized either. So. Ah, okay. Um, but they, they make me do nothing. <laughs> really? Put me um, underwater and pull me back up. Oh, okay. But it's nobody no... gatekeeping though. So hmm? <laughs> there's nobody gatekeeping witchcraft. Yeah, nobody's gatekeeping. Yeah, nobody. So you learn at your own pace and you study what you want to study. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but like, there's some people do have divine gifts. Some people are really good at tarot. Some good. Some people are good at bone throwing. Um, it, it depends. Some people see things. I, I myself am an empath, and I could be stronger in my gifts. I just am not working as hard as I 
I should be or I could be. It's then a lot of work though, building that. Yeah. Like, like, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was younger, I used to see things. I don't see things now. But I don't know if I can. I had an emotional bandwidth for it right now. So that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Not even going to hold you. This is a good conversation. It makes you like really look at yourself and say, hey, I might not practice, but the energy, I have that all day. If your energy is off, I will shrink down. Not because I'm intimidated, but because I don't want to be around it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, seeing stuff. It's like sometimes I have dreams and I'm like, oh, okay, that felt real. And then later on have the same thing happen. And I'm like, hmm. So with you saying that, it's kind of like, Do you, write you said what? You should probably start writing your write dreams. Down. Keep a dream Write it down. Start and, and like saying, don't look at me like that. Um, <laughs> same dreams. I have the same dreams about certain stuff. And I've started studying my dreams, but I'm like, maybe I should look in other places. Keep your keep book by your, your you? head so that when you wake up in the morning, because you know you forget. Mm -hmm. I hate if I, you don't write it down right away. I'll be like, God, what happened? But it's 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 a message. Like your dreams are messages and you just have to learn how to interpret them. And you but can, that's you know, always been a thing. We like if you got people from down south, a lot of this stuff is not as strange to you. My grandma wow. stayed with she she had a dream book. <laughs> She stayed with the dream book. Now she was using it to play the numbers, but she, <laughs> but she. <laughs> <had one. laughs> I have an aunt or three that do that. They're like, "Oh, I seen these numbers in my dream. Go, go to South Carolina and play the uh, numbers." Wait, what? I mean, so, so you writing down your dreams, keeping track of your dreams, or setting your dreams is not inherently right. Any particular thing. We 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 just heard you say something and telling you how to how to start better uh harnessing that that thing because it's there i take right? all advice i take yeah. all advice i don't like i said i don't you can find stuff on the internet to help I you i feel judged but i'm i'm not <laughs> you're not judged here you're judging <laughs> you do got the judge face though you're not you're not judging <laughs> my home shay's home or siren's home okay you got to look on my on his face there my co-workers head when i told them my cosplay and stuff and it was just like what Black people I do that. The <laughs> person that's talking. I'm not so, judging. I feel judged. Really, but I, really, I want to make sure I say this though, so I don't forget. When you're studying your dreams, mm -hmm. you can find things on the internet that tell you what certain things mean. Like, oh, if I see a dog, it means this. If I see my a, a, a dude, it means this. That's cool, but you have a relationship to those things that mm -hmm. need. What any school book will tell you something means. Mm -hmm. yeah. Meaning, okay. meaning like if you see rich in your dreams, you the, the internet don't know who rich is or what rich means to you. Rich being in your dreams means something specific to you. It's mm -hmm. the same way I have a relationship with rich. If rich shows up in my dream, I'm like, oh, uh, I need to stop being an asshole or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that might be my association. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like one of mine is and I don't mind sharing it, uh, is snakes. I have a, I have a lot of snake dreams. I'm terrified of snakes. When I mm. look that up, it's like, it's because someone in your 
circle or around you is being real sneaky. They're being mm -hmm. very, you know, different things like that. And I'm like, well, who is it? Because clearly I'm cutting people off, but I keep having a dream. Um, and it's, it's something that I'm studying. It's something that I've been in therapy for. It's like, what is going on? So look, me? if you don't have a conclusion to that, let me show you something. I don't have that relationship to snakes. I actually me neither. I, I love snakes. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have two snakes. So when I see snakes in my dreams, I, and snakes literally the symbol means transforming only only in christianity really only in christianity do you find snakes meaning something bad or symboling something bad and and everybody else they will tell you it means transformation um uh because they shed like they shed their skin and become a new uh the cosmic serpent that's like this I, we can't get into that that's too long but it's like the uh the earth the the, the cycle of the universe renewing itself snakes Rebirth. Yes, snakes have a lot to do with birth and rebirth. Mm -hmm. um, so when I see a snake, I go, what's the color? What's the pattern? Uh, what was it doing? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Maybe that's why if, if you can't get any closure to somebody being sneaky, maybe it is not them necessarily being sneaky. Maybe you needed to have this particular conversation and get a new idea. Not to say you would stop being scared of snakes, <laughs> but a new idea <laughs> and can mm -hmm. probably place it a little bit different in your drink. Mine isn't a religious scare, by the way, with snakes. I don't like reptiles of any kind. Well, I don't like snakes, don't. I mean, spiders. I don't like anything outside. I don't like it. No, no, no. I just meant, I just, when I was saying that, I meant when you say, when you looked it up, it said somebody was being sneaky. Yeah. I just meant that that connotation is normally only something you get from religion because of Okay. Right. It, it wouldn't always mean that because Shay, I'm the same way. I love snakes. Like I used to breed them and all of it. Like I get excited when I see a snake. Shay, what's your dad gonna sign? Because we got a lot of stuff in common. I'm Scorpio. That's my rising sign. Hey, <laughs> Look, they make a face. <laughs> <laughs> hang it up. They they about to. <laughs> Britney, Britney, Britney about to be motherfucking doing uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board tomorrow. Right. Hey. <laughs> We're still scared. I ain't met. I have not met a singular bulletproof witch. I swear to God. No. See your ass floating. <laughs> well, a lot of it is about manifesting things. Yeah. It's the power of manifesting. But so, like, what Christians always say, okay, you say something negative, and they be like, I rebuke that. Because you believe that there's power in your words. That's because anything is a spell. If your intention is for that to happen. You get what I'm saying? I was in a car accident. And my ex wished that morning that I would be in a car accident at work. Right hand of God. We argue about this because he said, I, I wish that you would die. And I said, no, you wish that my ambulance would flip over. Tomato, tomato. I know what I heard. My ambulance flipped over that same day. That same day. And that's when I was still in church, Christian and all that. That's us. He cast a spell on me because when he said that shit, he was really mad at me. <laughs> so there is intention and power in your words. You can manifest things and not even be trying. That's why I always tell people to be careful what they say. Yeah, I'm one of my biggest things that I'm careful to say until I am ready for the answer is um, reveal and unveil. 
Mm. Uh, once I say it, I have to prepare myself before I can even let it slip out of my mouth. Because every time that I say it, it is revealed and it is unveiled on what it is that I need you to be ready to, uh-huh. And I'm yeah. like, hey, the first time I ever said it, somebody told me, they were like, listen, you just need it all to come out. And they were like, reveal and unveil. I was like, that's strong. Let me say it. I wasn't prepared. And I fell into like the biggest depression because I'm like, how is all of this even happening up under my nose? And I didn't even know. The mm-hmm. second time I did it, I was like, okay, now there's a pattern. The third time I said it, I had to mentally, I, it took me two weeks before I could actually say it. <laughs> so, you know, um, that and manifestation is something that I have started doing in my journaling. Things that I want to see happen between now and the age of 40. And just taking steps to do that. So, again, it all sounds the same to me. Just different words. Mm-hmm. And, and, and witchcraft or, or other practices give you other tools to put energy behind your... Because we manifest it all day, every day. That's just how our brains work, period. Right. But it's, it's literally saying, okay, I want this or I want this... To come, I want this to go. Get off me or whatever. And you using herbs, oils, candles, uh, animals, uh, whatever, mirrors, <laughs> whatever your practice has in it to do those things. You know, ter- people using tarot cards, whatever. And that's divine, but all that to do it. Um, yeah. So this that's why we were saying in the beginning, it's, it's they all have the same bones. So it's, it's a similar skeleton. The bodies just look different. Right. Yeah. And and just having the control and the power over your life. Like, it puts the power back in your hands. It's just like, God, give me a man. God, God, give me a car. God, give me a... You, you get the power back over a lot of things. And Tierra's prayer. <laughs> get your manifest on. But you have to be specific. One thing that I have learned and when manifesting, you have to break down exactly what you are looking for within the learning within my Christian religion is, you know, you ask for a man and you get the man. He just ain't shit. <laughs> but then you <laughs> and now you, you he did what you told him. Does he not have a penis? He ain't said it had to work either. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have to work. He just got one that dangles. It's just there. You know? Um, <laughs> I've had it happen recently. I'm looking for a job and I'm like, hey, why can't I get a job interview? And I'm praying and I'm like, God, I just want a job interview. He gave me a job interview, just didn't give me a job. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know my heart. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, this conversation was truly enlightening, I think, for everybody. Um, honestly, I'm going to keep it a stack. We haven't had an interview in months because they were trash. So we appreciate you and your knowledge and your energy. Um, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank right? you. Y'all got to come on my show, too. Yeah, we, we, 7.30 is a good time for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it get a little nasty over there, though. <laughs> That's neat. 
first half, mental health. Second half is debauchery. <laughs> so um, y'all definitely got to go on the episode and, and we will get into some shenanigans and stuff over there. Sounds like fun. She shenan once, she'll shenanigan. She'll shenanigan. <laughs> but I, I, so my friend just gave me um a book that oh, I don't know if y'all saw on TikTok. Everybody yeah, that's the one. Uh, that's the one I, I just put, put in. I just put it in the chat. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one from TikTok. Everybody yeah. has it. Yeah, my um, my kid's father got me this book to make me feel better, and I'm like, so you gave me a book about all my flaws? Like, <laughs> I would say I I read working on the bitches. That's the first edition. I just got the second edition. Supposedly, Did it you? has more stuff in it than the first one. Okay. So not getting the if y'all get it, get the second one, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, this is the first one. I'm a, but it's it's good. It's a good book. Like I'll go to therapy anyway. And thank God I got a therapist that's very, very as I like to call her witchy. Like we can't discuss her private life, obviously, but a lot of things she says, I'm like you into it too. <laughs> so I'm here. Like we're a perfect match. So that and my shadow work works really good together. But I appreciate y'all having me on. This has been a good conversation. I agree. Um, tell them where they can find you one more time. Um, so you can find me on the Head Nerds in Charge Network on all Head Nerds in Charge platforms. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and multiple Facebooks. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, again, it's Unicorn Straight No Chaser. We talk about mental health in the African-American community in a various, various different types of ways. And we also talk about sex. But when we talk about sex, we talk about the, the psychiatry behind it, right? The psychological things that make us do the things that we do. And so we can erase the stigma, okay? So you like a little golden shower. All right, there's a reason why. <laughs> we don't kink shame we just want to explain to you make that connection as to why you might like golden showers or impact play or you know bugs crawling on your penis yes I said what I said that's a thing too it's a thing, it's a thing. <laughs> that's the thing I want you to repeat it but I'm scared <laughs> they take they take maggots sometimes and you know what this is I'm real. just gonna tune in. That's just what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Look, you can watch the Ruth replays. Go to the you um head nurse in charge on YouTube, watch all of the unicorn straight no chaser replays. I promise you, you are gonna be like, What the hell? Yes, I'm typing it in right now. Right <laughs> now, tomorrow we are gonna be talking about um Europhilia, which is Water sports. Water sports. Water sports. Y'all know what that is. <laughs> who is who is this person? Who is my wife? Where did she go? That's hilarious. Well, um, make sure you guys like, follow, and subscribe on all major platforms for us. We were we are on Facebook, we are on YouTube, we are on Instagram, we are on X or Twitter or whatever. Um <laughs> But make sure you follow us there for more content like this on on Wednesday of this week. The Better Half Show starring Brittany and Asia and myself will be premiering. 
So make sure you guys check that out. Thursday, we have our live trivia. Um, this week will be Horror Movies Part 2. Um, so definitely run there. And then this weekend, you can check out the guys on the Blurred Trap House um, talking about, I think, Bleach or something. I don't know. Rich isn't here. I don't know where Rich went to. Uh, <laughs> so, what well, no. We're talking about something anime related. He do shadow work. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. He ran off to go do some shadow work or something of the sort. He needs it. Um, but until next time, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay unapologetically black. Have a good night. Peace. Bye.